The Kayfabe Crunch is ethically sourced by The Improbable Burger, a tastily terrific meat alternative. Our beef-like patties are made from 100% plant-based bovine molecules. These artificial cows are grown in labs for your meatless satisfaction. Is it more or less ethical to kill cattle clones? We'll let your taste buds decide. The Kayfabe Crunch. Get the F out of the news. Good day, this is your Kayfabe Crunch for Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020. I'm Ian Indy Taker. You'll be happy to hear that as a wrestling news journalist, I'm now a free agent and technically could show up on any wrestling news podcast. There's no 90-day no-news nattering clause for me. No, sir. I'm completely free to read the news anytime, anywhere. Wonderful. I could show up on Sect Addicts, or even at the prestigious Grappling Ogler. I'll definitely stay away from the Pro Sports Additional though, as that's not news. It's a joke. I'll keep you updated on this situation, but I'll, uh, I'll likely just re-sign here at the Kayfabe Crunch. The catering is truly horrible, but no one can compete with our medical plan, in that we have one. Now let's get down to the big beefy news. Top story, Claymore County. Last night, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman opened Raw, as is custom. A lot of people like to brand Brock Lesnar as a part-time champion, but he's been in attendance for eight out of the last 12 Raws. By those exact same standards, Adam Cole is also a part-time champion over in NXT. But here at the Crunch offices, we haven't seen anyone complaining about that online. Funny. Heyman actually criticized McIntyre as a hyped up fraud, which may have been true a decade ago, but that certainly isn't the case now. Heyman then said McIntyre is a stupid big bitch who will be squashed next month. I don't know what he means by squash. It must be some kind of insider wrestling term. But McIntyre definitely is big, there's, there's no lie there. And just like that, the big sexy Scotsman, whom I love dearly, made his way to the ring and hit Lesnar with not one, not two, not three, oh actually yes three, three Claymore kicks. And for the first time in a long time, Barack Lesnar was left on his back. Barack Lesnar. Perhaps he should reinvent himself as neoclassical Lesnar or romantic Lesnar. <laughs> oh, my kid's recital. And now it's time for your fast count. The Sarah Logan special guest referee of news. Street Profits hand out red cups to hundreds of fans in order to play the world's most difficult game of beer pong. Mark Wahlberg offers career advice to AJ Styles. In other news, Vanilla Ice is now Samoa Joe's personal physiotherapist. AEW Revolution revolutionized the evolution of professional wrestling. WWE to bring back New Year's Revolution in retort. WWE files a trademark for the forgettable Eric the Spider Rowan. 
as he reveals he's been carrying around a giant spider this entire time, which explains his web of lies. Alistair Black and Blue after wrestling three matches last night. Orange Cassidy came up short in his first AEW singles match. Some say he Tropicana get it done, but we're not worried, as he has Florida's natural talent. Just give him a minute, mate, and he'll sunny delight audiences everywhere. Ocean Spray. Shayna Baszler defeats Kyrie Sane in impressive fashion. We're really digging the Queen of Spades. Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford get the shine by becoming Raw Tag Team Champions. WWE teases the first ever crucifixion match between Rollins and Owens, perhaps competing a little too seriously with AEW's levels of violence. Riddick Moss defeats Ricochet live on Raw. Who? Sorry, who who was this who beat Ricochet? Is it Dick Moss? That reminds me I've I've got an appointment after this. Uh can can we, you know, speed this if we can just get to the next, yep, cool. Goldberg now has the most liked post on WWE's Instagram of all time. As a result, his first feuds are expected to be Lana, Paige, and the Bella Twins. And in shocking news, Becky Lynch is now a villain as she shows up to Raw in a coat made from 16 golden retrievers. And that's your fast count. You've been counted out. Don't make me delete you. Now, last night's Raw took a dark turn at the end of the night, when Beth Phoenix arrived to give a medical update on her husband, Edge Phoenix. However, before she could give this update, Orton hit the ring. Jerry Lawler expressed concern for Phoenix's safety due to his claim that Randy Orton has admitted to hearing voices. He said these words as this music played. I have in my head. Just excellent journalism. Orton then offered a hug and a handshake, but Phoenix refused, likely due to the current public health warnings more than anything else. Then tension settled down for a while as Orton gave a history lesson on the relationship between himself and Edge. Highlights included Edge shaking the hand of Orton's father backstage. No coronavirus to worry about back then. And also we heard about Edge lifting Orton out of a dark place in his life, which was likely 2012 SmackDown version of Orton. So tame. Finally, Orton revealed why he attacked Edge to begin with, arguing that he did it to protect him from further injury. He then labeled Edge a junkie for crowd noise and Phoenix an enabler for constantly piping in crowd noise to their home in North Carolina. After stating that because of all this, he loves Edge more than she does, I'd watch that live sex celebration, Phoenix slapped Orton. This angered the Viper, causing one of his many voices to say, do it, hit this woman with an RKO. And he did. And just like that, intergender wrestling is back in WWE, as your main event for WrestleMania is now slated to be Randy Orton versus Beth Phoenix in an Edge's Love on a Pole match. Oh, we actually have some breaking news for you now that's currently being converted into audio form for your convenience. Johnny Alkaline, the hardcore wrestler who died last year, 
but who has also been haunting people all month, has finally escaped this hellish existence and passed on to the great grappling beyond. His wife, well, I suppose his former wife? His widow? His widow. His widow sent us this statement. In the small hours of Tuesday morning, our beloved Johnny came to us one last time. He then asked that I push him off the roof of our home, onto a flaming barbed wire table. It was his belief that if I did this, he would be able to pass on to the afterlife. And as his widow, I felt obligated to honor his request. It was painful for me, but I'm certain it was more painful for him. Unless ghosts can't feel pain, then it was definitely more painful for me. Actually, it was really painful for our five-year-old, who will now need a lifetime of therapy. I wanted to make this statement to the kayfabe crunch so his loyal fans could finally find some peace, as I now have. To anyone who ever enjoyed his matches, keep being hardcore. Alka, line him up and knock him dead. <laughs> it was such a bad catchphrase. Rest in peace, Johnny. And Mrs. Alkaline has since been arrested on suspicion of murder. Join us Saturday when we'll bring you a complete preview of Elimination Chamber. And remember, the best way to support this very serious wrestling news podcast is by telling a friend. Ideally, they also follow the business of professional wrestling, but we'll take who we can. This has been the Kayfabe Crunch. You're not quite daily, not quite news, bump for the world of professional wrestling. The Kayfabe Crunch is ethically sourced by The Improbable Burger. You've tried the impossible, but now taste the improbable flesh juices to see how they compare. Are you a cowboy trucker from the 1950s who likes his steak? We've got your meat lust covered with our new improbable ribeye, ribbed for your marrowy pleasure. The Kayfabe Crunch.